Oh, yeah, well, we uh, were stopping by to see if we could score some smoke, man. You know, like, we've been all over the neighborhood, you know, and nobody's gotten us, you know. So, like, uh, we was wondering maybe if we could score some smoke from you. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. episode of the black irish podcast with myself brennan mccorkle and crawford comma mike what's up brother <laughs> what up bud how you doing today <laughs> i'm good man how you doing i'm good man nice jersey got a big one this week right thanks bro yeah we'll get to that did you know that there are white bike thieves in my neighborhood no but i'm presuming that they're bike thieves in your neighborhood they're probably white uh, no, Mike, you racist fuck. I was talking about the white bikes that are on the side of the road for like, you know, when people get like, you know, manslaughter or whatever, like people die from vehicular accidents or whatever. Um, there are like tires missing from those bikes around my neighborhood. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some shit right there. Isn't it? Dude, it was like, I only saw it on two, but I'm like, bro. That's not cool. I don't care how long it's been there. I can't believe you thought white people steal, Mike. God. <laughs> That's not cool. How many bikes have you stolen in your life? Uh, a lot. Really? How many have you had stolen from you? None. <laughs> I went to the other neighborhood and stole bikes. They weren't going to come to our neighborhood and steal bikes, Brendan. We were the bad folks. We were the bad folks. Where I'm from, we were the bad guys. No one come. You don't come mess with the bad guys. You try to stay away from them as much as possible. <laughs> uh, and they couldn't get away very fast because you had their bikes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you ever have a favorite bike growing up, though? Like one that you... Whether it was yours or not, that was uh, like your just your favorite. Yeah, like, I had a blue one that I stole. Nice tires. It went wild. Actually, I'm not gonna say it got stole from me. It just ended up, you know, passed around the hood. Sure. And I don't know what happened to it. It's yeah, it's it's on a loan system. As soon as you leave it alone, somebody yeah. else takes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you ever used to do any weird shit with your shoes, like to flare them up a little bit? Um, it's a couple pairs of shoes. So first of all, I pay a lot of money for shoes, so you don't do anything to flare them up. Yeah. But uh, growing up, there were a couple pairs that you would do stuff to, like a couple pair of Nikes. You can cut the air bubble out, and it was kind of like in style to do. And um, just the slit across the front. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no, no. They had like little. Oh man, I wish we had like the thing you could pull up the picture beside we could show everybody. But they had like the little air bubbles on the side, and you would cut them out, and it was turned into black. So it actually, because the air oh, bubble was hologram, yeah, 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 yeah. initially the black air bubble kind of underneath kind of made it look a little bit flyer. And then oh. Tim Duncan had some Nikes a while back that had changeable straps. 
But that's about all I did to shoes. But, you know, they have stuff now where they decorate shoes for, like, people. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't really bedazzle my shoes at all, but I will say that I did used to, like, stuff the tongues of my skate shoes to puff them up to make them look bigger. I definitely did that (laughs) shit. You never did that? No, I never had skate shoes. But even regular (laughs) basketball shoes, you never puffed it up in the middle? Nah, unless they were like the pump-up, pump rebounds. Then, but that was only the tighten the shoe on your foot playing basketball. It wasn't really to, um, really, really to like puff it up. Got you. Yeah, no, we used to we used to fold socks in, or I say we. I used to fold socks in off each other, and then like stuff that in there until I got wise to when you have old shoes with the fat tongues, you cut out the tongues, then you wrap those in socks and you can just use those in all your other different shoes. That way the socks, you can interchange, wash the socks and then the tongues always stay fresh and clean. Outcast style. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was, I don't know. That was in high school though, but maybe I'll bring it back. You never know, Mike. It's a lot of work though. For just a stupid little puff. <laughs> <laughs> did you wear the double shoestrings in yours too? No. No, no, no. And I did not use the fat laces either. <laughs> Fuck that, bro. That was stupid. Bro. I always liked the skate shoes. That East almost... Coast and West Coast is so different. Every person had double fat laces. Not just single fat laces. Double fat uh, laces in there. Everyone that went to my school, bro. Did not care for that. Yeah, I know about them shoes, bro. I was in honest courses. I was in class with them. I know what they was rocking. <laughs> I know what they was rocking. Yeah, I fooled y'all, huh? Just because I was in the hood don't mean I'm all hood. So oh, let me stop looking crazy shit. on camera, bro. But I like, no, I actually liked all the skate shoes that looked like they were like almost tennis shoes or basketball shoes. Those were the kind of skate yeah. shoes I like because they were like, you know, and same thing with like basketball or running shoes or cross training shoes. I always like the ones that were almost look like skater shoes. You know, like I always like those hybrid models. Like that was just yeah. kind of my style. Oh, do you? Uh, we're roasting out here. It's finally cooling down. But dude, like we've been outside with baseball and soccer and all kinds of crazy stuff, and we're just running through sunscreen. But yeah, because you're up in the valley, man. But I don't you wear sunscreen. Do you wear sunscreen? What? That's not a real question, right? It, hey, listen. Ignorance I have, I have doesn't have pro- to be bad. I got big. I got built-in protection. That's what I'm saying. That's what built I'm saying. Built-in protection, my but guy. You get sunburnt, don't you? No, never. We get blacker. We get black. All right, so let me let me just make this. Break it down. We for get me. darker. We get darker in the summer, but we don't get burnt. Like it ain't painful, or we don't feel it. Like y'all you never feel. peel. We just, we just wake up and realize our skin is a tone darker, and that's, that's just from being in the sun. But no, we don't peel and all that crazy stuff. Y'all oh, be in like nice. pain. You peel. It hurts. Like sunburn hurts for most people. Like it don't don't hurt me. Yeah. Well, it doesn't usually hurt me, so I usually endure it just for you know the sake of enduring it. Because I'm the kind of guy that after you know a day or two, it turns into a tan. A really nice tan so i'm like nah i'll put up with the burn for a little bit but i'm getting like these sunspots on my head from just you know working outside for so many years and all that kind of crap so i gotta start wearing it on my face a little bit but i don't know i also don't really care 
<laughs> so there's that. <laughs> there you go, man. Oh, well, I'm thinking about becoming a coyote. You think it's a good idea? A coyote? Like, do you like the coyote, the hockey team? No, I don't have that kind of skills. Like, uh, importing illegal immigrants from Mexico, coyote. <laughs> what? I'm telling you, dude, it's a lucrative business, and I have a great business model. And <laughs> first of all, that, that's too that's way too dangerous, man. Like you got a family, you can probably die doing that. So yeah, if you're not careful. Blah, blah, blah. If you're not careful, or if you just come across the wrong border patrol guy who wants <laughs> it's just his day. He just having one of those days, bro. Bro, that, wow, listen, wow. What would you come up with this stuff? Like, because what I have watching? the best plan. Listen, I used to have to drive down to San Diego for work all the time to install appliances. Okay, big twenty-six foot trucks stacked to the gills with appliances, refrigerators, ranges, all that kind of crap. And we would have to pass border patrol all the time, two, three, four times a week. And mm -hmm. they never looked inside the boxes. And you can hollow out a stainless steel refrigerator, take all the guts out, have a couple people in there, close the door, put the packaging on it, shove it in the back. Bro, you could do like 6 to 12 people per 26-foot truck and never even have them noticed. And the thing about refrigerators and appliances is they're heavy. So the weight distribution isn't going to be that crazy when you scale in and scale out. I'm telling you, man, it's easy. Do it right under their noses. They'll never know. Brendan, you have these great ideas. The plans are just, won't you use your brain to do good instead of evil? That's not evil. I'm bringing people into a free country that is doing good. Illegally. Yeah, Illegally. Well, sometimes you got to do bad shit for good people. How about that? Hey, I'm with you on that. Peter yeah. Pan stole from the rich and gave to the poor, right? Wasn't that Peter Pan? That was Robin Hood. Oh, okay. They there both wore tights, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever seen Men in Tights, by the way? No. Oh, that's a good one. That's a throwback classic that I haven't seen in probably two decades, but I bet you it's just as funny today as it was whenever it came out in the 90s. Just a satire. <laughs> comedy on Robin Hood series. Pretty awesome. You're a wild guy. <laughs> you like to wear, watch Men in Tights, huh? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I am a wild guy, dude. Uh, yesterday, I let it out. Uh, I had a good old-fashioned cry yesterday, man. Like... Bro, is this the first time you cried in how long? I cry almost every day. A little bit. Oh, okay. I was but, about to say, I cry pretty about, pretty often. This, I just had a really tough week, and, you know, I was just like, I couldn't really put my finger on it, but I just wasn't feeling good. I was like, fuck it, man. I just got to let loose. I got to see what happens here. So I just put on some music loud enough to drown myself out. I sat in the corner of the dining, dining room and just, I, I wailed like a kid that dropped their ice cream cone, bro. Just let it rip for like 20 to 30 seconds. Just fucking whew, let it all out, you know, and then fucking caught my breath Dusted myself off, put on some Al Green and Annie Lennox, put a little love in your heart, and then just kind of took some solace in the fact that, you know, most people in the world weren't feeling the way I was feeling right then. So that made me feel better. So speaking of feeling better, how many times have you jerked off this week? <laughs> Zero. Oh, my friend. you say that like Zero. it's a good thing. It's a great thing. 
Oh. I keep my hands off myself nowadays, man. Why? <sighs> okay. All right. I, I won't dip into I'm that chilling, any bro. further than I need to. <laughs> oh. But I'm going to let you get to your, like, six times. I got a friend that told me he done it three times in one day, bro. Three That's times abuse. in the morning at work. What? <laughs> hey, that is abuse, Brendan. <laughs> oh, trust me, I am really good at self abuse. That's one of my forces. <laughs> oh, but don't you think they should make? All right, I got a business model, a, a different one, a legit business plan for you, Mike. You could be proud of this one. You could be proud to wear that hat today with this idea. Okay. <laughs> Tissues for men, right? Rigid, like RGD, take out the vowels. Men don't need vowels. Hard ass shit. It's like between a cross between a paper towel and a tissue. Because when you need to blow your nose, you need something stronger than the tissue. And when you blow your nose with the tissue, you get all the stupid little white danglies all over the place. It's like, bro. Hey, Brendan, I got a secret for you. What? Used to. But it's still, they're still too flimsy. You get all the residue when they break down if you have a good schnoz like I do. Or they can make one side dry of the tissue and one side with the lotion so that it actually, when you wipe the snot, you don't feel like you're just wiping more snot all over the place. Okay, so the coyote plan was a lot better than this tissue thing, okay? (laughs) Okay, so see? See? Let's go with that. It's a lot more lucrative. Let's not go with that because that's illegal. And the tissue thing is is illegal but it's complete failure it's not gonna work how why because you already have two products to randomly out of note now if you made that product early in life then maybe people will be but there still isn't right the two of them put together yeah but people are so used to their separate like they're yeah but if you do tissues for men like rgd call it real good dudes tissues and put it in like a black stupid container like almost mimic like what axe did they're like Hey, you can smell good, but this is hard for you. Here's a tire to put in your shower. Stupid shit. You know how many people bought tires? Did you buy an Axe tire? An Axe tire? Yeah. Back in the day when they had the, like, the that was the loofah. was like it was attached to a tire that you hung in the shower. Mm-hmm. You I had one of those? Dude, I'm not using no loofah. Washcloth, man. Always and forever. Dude, I am just a straight soap and hand guy. Always. Yeah. Your wife did change me to a from a cheap soap to an expensive soap guy because I can tell the feel the difference on my skin. But I ain't using no loofah, buddy. Yeah, she was very I'm still much, a man. Very I'm much upset that I didn't let you uh express your love for Dove and who <laughs> who got you into the <laughs> the Dove factory. <laughs> Shout out to the Dow Pal. You got me on Dallas. Thank you. You actually put me on my toothpaste too. I'm gonna give you credit for both. Thank you very much. They're both amazing. Oh, I don't like the charcoal toothpaste. I don't feel like it. How do you not like the charcoal toothbrush? Oh, it feels so amazing. Wait, toothbrush or toothpaste? The toothpaste. Oh, I got the charcoal toothpicks too. Oh, I'm charcoal. See, I got that too. I got the charcoal little flossers. Those are those Mm -hmm. are bomb. But the charcoal toothpaste, I feel like it's not fresh. I don't know. Oh, it feels so fresh when I rinse it out. You can see the stuff. Maybe I just need to get a different Because it's black, it feels like you're just spitting all of the nasty stuff out. I think that's why. It's because I'm like, there's still some black in there because I never Mm. am good at cleaning up. So there's always going to be additional residue. And I use mouthwash, so it's always clean up. Oh, yeah, I don't don't use mouthwash. 
I don't really floss over. I'm terrible with my teeth. I'm not perfect with flossing. I've gotten bad, but that's because I spent almost three grand on my teeth, bro. Like I can't afford to. Did you ever have braces? No, three grand was just for like a tooth replacement, getting like pulled and replaced. Like, no. I was just asking because you have really nice teeth, so I was wondering if you ever had braces. Because I, I didn't wouldn't know call you them really young. nice. I just told you I spent three grand on it, but they're decent for all the damn money. They look good from here, bro. Thanks, bro. All right, so who's looking good in the MLB playoff race? What's going on here? Not the Red Sox, bro. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're up two games, and you go to the – you in Boston versus the Yanks and get swept. In Boston. You didn't even get swept by the Yanks. You got swept by John Carlos Stanton. He's like a 260 hitter. He's not that fucking good, bro. He came ripping, though. He came ripping our bullpen because our bullpen has sucked all season. I don't know why they didn't make a move. Our bullpen has sucked all season. And we used to have Kimball, and they let the White Sox go get Kimball. We made no move because it was like Chris Sills coming back. Chris Sills coming back. Well, well, well. Well, if you're not moving one of the starters to the bullpen, the bullpen still stinks, buddy. How are you a playoff team with closer by committee? Like what? Dude, what? I thought the move they should have made was when Chris Sale was coming back, put him in the bullpen. Put him as their mid-reliever horse for four innings when you need him because they're both. Or at least make him the closer. Like, yo, he's got three dominant pitchers. Let him go ahead and close shit out. We're already in the playoff run without him, so clearly that's we're good. Thing. Well, that's one of those things where he could go, you know, he could be the closer, but you could put him in in the seventh inning with two outs if you need to. But and in the playoff, I know they're going to try to go back to Evaldi as the closer like they did oh, yeah. a couple years ago. They're going to try to go back to him as the closer, but he's been a starter all year. You think he's just going to go back to closer mentality? You can't. Fuck. They did that with Eric Gagne and the Dodgers. I mean, before and after he was juicing. But he was originally so that shit a blows, starter. But um, I actually think we might not make it, man. I think we might fall out. But benefit to our schedule is we got the, we got the Orioles for three. So Blue Jays better keep winning Because we got the Orioles for three, baby They are on fire But I think they put like the Rays or something So hopefully they're going to lose a couple games We can get a little bit of cushion Because this should be a If we don't sweep the Orioles, we're not making the playoffs Just let me know And by the way, if you don't sweep the Orioles You wouldn't win in the playoffs Mm -hmm. anyway and then the first round game, depending on how this works out, we're going to end up with um, in in Yankee Stadium. Shit, we can't be in Boston. Maybe take our t- chance at Yankee Stadium. What the hell? Yeah, backs up against. I don't the believe wall. we let these fuck boys sweep us. Sweep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Giants and Dodgers have uh, quite the competition going on for the NL West right now. And you know the Dodgers already have plucked Serger for that one-game playoff if it comes to that, buddy. Dude, how crazy would it be if one of the 100-win teams loses in the first round of the wild card and then... You are losing. Whoever goes to the wild card is losing because you're going to play the Cardinals. You're losing. They're they're unbeatable right now. They're on fire. Yeah, but here's the Fuego, thing is they're going to peter out. They're going to peter Who? out. No, because they stunk all year. They have two of the best hitters in the National listen, League, so it's yes. not like this is but listen, not listen, like this listen, is listen. like out of left field. No, 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 no. This the what the Cardinals are doing right now is the equivalent of a letdown game in in football. Is they're building up all this momentum to the playoffs, and they go, "Fuck yeah, we made the playoffs!" <gasps> and as soon as they take that sigh of relief, somebody's gonna knock them out. That's how it happens. Different between a regular team and this team, that they have. One of the all-time best leaders of all time. He will not let his team miss the goal. What's in sight? 
That one game playoff is not what's in sight, who's, buddy. Who's the leader? And Yachty is not. Yachty is not allowing you to get focused on anything else but the mission. The mission is he's about to retire. The mission is World Series, buddy. Yeah, Nothing this is less. for him. Yeah, this is for him. This yeah. is the Yachty run. Yeah, it absolutely can, is. People, absolutely, this is the Yachty run. Yachty and Wainwright, they're on their last leg. This is their last run. And by Here the way, go. it's it's crazy to say now, but I think. Yadier Molina is a top three catcher of all time. I'm a, I'm I'm not a, I'm not opposed to saying that. And here's the issue, right? For the Dodgers, herein lies the issue They're for the assholes. Dodgers. No, it's because <laughs> if this tie stands up and you have to play two one game, lose winner die scenarios. We all have confidence in Scherzer. Do we really have confidence in your boy? What's his name? Number twenty one. I can't think of his name right now. Do Bueller? we really have confidence? Bueller. Bueller. There you Bueller. go. Do we really have confidence in him, how he's pissed over the second half of the season? It should be interesting. For one game, winner take all. I don't know who the Giants – see, the Giants top two – like, I don't even know their starters. They're just a good team. So, they're like my they pitcher Gossman. dominant. Gossman oh, okay. Is, you know, he's one of the top yeah, pitchers in the league. But, like, yeah, like the rest of their pitchers – like has been up and down. Although, they when just he have does a good the team, you know what I'm saying? That shit is hilarious to me. I don't understand how Do- like the Giants are having an all-time great season because the Dodgers are fucking loaded, bro. Like I don't it's understand how it's team close. ball. But that's because they started so slow. Because they had to start it so slow, this wouldn't be close. Like they were like ten da- games down early and had to come. Yeah, back, but the tough. Giants weren't playing the Dodgers every single game. They were playing other teams. They were whooping on other teams. So. To say that just no, 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 I'm not. I'm saying, I'm saying, as far as record wise, as far as like if they didn't take that ten, like the Giants started like ten games back, like so. Yeah, that's like true. They were the losing Dodgers, early. The Dodgers also have a couple of those losing streaks throughout the last few years. Like just because it happened in the beginning of the season, they still only had two this year. You know, so yeah. that's kind of consistent with them. It just happened earlier than it normally does. Usually, there's but, one with that team. You shouldn't have two. Games, like break. you shouldn't have, huh? Around the All Star break is usually when they have a like a. Yeah. Shitty. They're just so loaded that I don't see how they lose. Like, I don't see how they lose series. They shouldn't. But it's like, so yeah. fun when they do. You literally have an all-star in pretty much every position. How are you, What are you losing to? Who are you losing to? You're, you're like, you're like bum. Like, Max Muncy's not even that good. He just slams homers. Like, he bats like 240. Bro, he <laughs> has like, cheeseburgers in his back pocket at first base. <laughs> no, I'm saying like. <laughs> he needs whatever, that extra man. power. And then your boy know he's gone next year, so we'll see how he that pressure is going to get to him in the playoffs. Corey Seager? Yeah. He yeah. know he's gone. He's he, he, he playing for a contract, so he's going to get paid big, or he's going to be somewhere looking for a job. Because yeah. he know Trey Turner's taking that job next year. He already knew. He knew the day they made the trade, So, which is a dirty position to be put in, but pressure bust pipes will make diamonds. What you going to do, buddy? <laughs> it's a dirty game. <laughs> it is. Dude, he's Seager's gonna end up going somewhere in the AL where you know it's it's cross cross town whatever, and he can just. He's do probably gonna thing. go to the Angels. They need bats. They need popularity. They need to win because they stink. I don't understand how Mike Trout's been the best player in the world for ten years, and I don't think he's made the playoffs maybe more than once. Yeah, and then well, they have the MVP that, from this year on the host. team also. They added the MVP who's going to be the MVP this year, and they still didn't make the playoffs. Like, you guys, this ripped the whole organization out. 
because they don't yeah. have no pitching. They go out and get all these bodies and literally have no pitchers. Yeah, it's cr- and what's crazy is they didn't even have to start paying Mike Trout until like recently. So how are you still losing? You didn't have to pay the best player in the major leagues until Mookie nobody, came around. For some reason, when it goes to LA, it's like, uh, do I want to go to the Angels or the Dodgers? Oh, well, see you later. Yeah, <laughs> it's because the Angels are Orange County, and Orange County is casual as fuck. And casual as fuck doesn't work for real baseball fans. Real you baseball. You know what the other problem need- is? You know the other problem that their superstar is so such a laid back superstar that he doesn't go demand things. Like he doesn't demand them to go buy so they can win. He yeah. doesn't care about winning. He just wants to be known as the universally best player in the world. Winning is not Mike Trout's number one priority, and no one can tell me otherwise. Because anybody else in that position is either going to be like, "Yo, put some players around me, or get me the hell out of here." Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Especially if you're that consistent, like. Come exactly. On, Come on, bro. Like you're willing to give me 300 million, so I know you're willing to listen to me when I say give me some goddamn players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so, I don't get it, man. But hey, they suck. Let it be them. You know what really pissed me off? What? It's the fact that he got paid more money than Mookie. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. It really pissed me off that that happened. And I'll just leave that at that. Oh, I know it's a point of contention with you, as well as should be. It is. <laughs> I just don't understand it how they come to these decisions. And like the fact that the Red Sox didn't want to pay Mookie after all he did for them. Bananas. And then his Trout's team is just willingly open to pay him more than anybody ever. He's never won shit. And Mookie's won MVPs and rings and golden gloves and like what in the hell? <laughs> Like, bro, let me let me remind everybody what's the main objective for sports, regardless of how much you bat, how many points you score, how many touchdowns you throw. There's one goal. Championships. Everyone wants to win championships. You Why want to do be you play, known Mike? As the best ever. Why do you play? Or the best for that season. You play to win the game. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> you play to only win the game. So for those who don't win games, they shouldn't be rewarded. Oh, I like it. A little That's just salty. period. And based on that note, let me just get this off my chest too. Yeah, I'm ranting right now. Sorry, Brenda. Go for it. I love it. I saw the bottom line today that Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> Signed for two hundred million dollars, bro. That guy. And let me just premise this by saying, as a black man in America, I never want to hate on another black man in America getting money, getting paid in this world that we live in. I get it, but let's come on, people. (laughs) Let's come on. Let's let's be realistic here. I think he's had one season where he averaged more than fifteen. The first season he was hurt and didn't play. The second season they didn't play him because they just didn't think he sufficed. He played a good year last year. What did he average? 15, 17? Like seven assists. Yeah. like. <laughs> and he got paid $200 million. For like five years, right? Yes. Like not they a signed him time. up for the next five years for $200 million. Yeah, and then he'll a guy be that they year, drafted. Like, he'll be at like year eight in his contract. He'll sign another contract. Another two hundred million dollar contract. No, by bro. then it's going to be three hundred million for five. Three hundred, four hundred million, whatever. Forty a year to sixty. It's craziness. 
crazy. And I thought Harrison Barnes robbed people. Harrison Barnes a couple years ago signed a five-year, ninety-eight million dollar deal, and I'm like, oh my goodness, twenty million dollars of twenty million dollars a year for Harrison Barnes. And someone just gave Michael Porter Jr. forty. $40 million a year for the guy that when another team needs a bucket, they put him in pick and roll. You just paid $40 million a year for a defensive liability. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. Who's not even a number one or two score on your team. And you or gave defender. me $20 million. Or defender. <laughs> and then they wonder why teams are not good for a long period of time. They're like, well, he looks good in the jersey. Okay. Dude, don't get me mistaken. I am a Michael Porter Jr. fan. I actually was a big fan of him coming out of high school. He was the number one player out of uh, hell. He was very good. I thought he was also going to be very good when he went to Missouri. He got hurt. I know the story. I'm a Michael Porter Jr. fan. I don't let's not get that mistaken. But when it comes to paying somebody max dollars, like you have to earn max dollars in the NBA, bro. But that well, no, like you so that means no, your don't. contract is the same amount as LeBron James's contract. Yeah, really? That's bananas. I'm with LeBron. I don't want a salary cap no more. There's no way there should be a salary cap because there's no way I should have to get paid the same amount as Michael Porter Jr. If I was LeBron James, I would go and tell them there's no way <laughs> I'm taking the same amount of money. Is Michael Porter Jr. the third best player on his team? I'm literally one of the three best players of all time. And I have to get paid the same amount as the third best player on a basketball team. I'm not going for it. I quit. I'm quit. I'm done with this shit. He's like Hollywood, I'm, baby. What? Let's go. What? All right, next subject. I'm going to let it go. Go ahead, Brent. Oh. Next subject. How about <laughs> the Fighting Irish? They look like Good game. weird... Weird, weird, weird. I missed the first half of the first, or the first like five minutes of the first quarter, and then the last half of the fourth quarter, which was pretty much all I needed to see. But the <laughs> offense was, dude, I was texting you like it was awful. They were running the same six plays that didn't work. And I was almost like, I didn't wish it upon Jack Cohn, but when he was walking out to the locker room, I'm like, you know what? Let's get some fresh eyes on the field here. Maybe they'll mix it up. Like, oh my gosh, this is so bad to watch. It was just one of the worst offensively called games I've seen in a long time, and I that was the first time I've ever been disappointed in Tommy Reese. So that was interesting. But I have not got a chance to re-watch or actually watch the second half of the fourth quarter because um, of baseball stuff. So I'm going to re-watch that this week, or watch that. I keep saying rewatch. Watch that this week and see the D, because our D is... Apparently stepping up, and that's what I want to see. They better step up this week, cause you're going down, buddy. I I don't even know who we play this week. My head's been spinning. Uh, you play Cincinnati, and my boy, Mister Ritter. Oh, shut up with your Cincinnati. That's my guy. I will I like say, Ritter, that, man. No, I know, but I mean, if we don't win by at least two touchdowns, and. They're the better. They're higher ranked than you. You know that, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So care. why do you think you should win by two touchdowns? Because I don't Again? think that they're the matchup between our offense and their defense, or I'm sorry, their offense and our defense is going to go well for them. It's not that I think we're going to score a ton of points. I don't think that they're going to score a ton of points. I was about to say because their defense is really good. No, I know. I think it's going to be like a 21 to seven, maybe like a 24. 10, like one of those situations where 
there's kind of like a garbage time touchdown to go up, like to seal the deal, but it'll be a close, low scoring game the whole time. Yeah, so I'm on the fence about who I actually want to root for this game because technically I think Cincinnati's going to win and I want to root for them. Plus, I also want to see like a small school make it to this, this crap that they got going on, whatever you want to call it. But I love watching Notre Dame make it to the playoff and then get whitewashed. <laughs> It has become so a tradition. Which I prefer. Because you win this game, you're clearly going to make the playoffs. The rest of your schedule is pretty cupcake. Not really. Um, There's a couple USC's not really that good. That's Michigan true. State is okay. They beat Michigan Miami, but they're really not that Mich- good. We're playing Michigan at the Big Oh, you do play Michigan this year. You play Michigan, house. you got Michigan on the schedule? That's okay. tough. You That's going to probably be a good game. Stanford, I, I can't put my finger on them yet, but we play them. So that could be they a tough game. They changed quarterback twice, man. Like, yeah. But so we'll see. So I don't know. They play at Stanford uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So I might try and go. I, I love. I'm not gonna there. lie. That's one of the most exciting things. Like when they announced Notre Dame made the final four. It's like you're like who's, who am I betting on? Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Take the point. SEC team. Oh yeah, this is gonna get ugly. Yeah, uh, I don't understand how how Notre Dame gets all these high recruits, but they don't get the ones that are fast. They get like the bulky. Like I'm gonna tell you what Notre Dame is really good at producing offensive linemen. Like you have some of the best offensive linemen in the NFL, bro. Notre Dame has been a tight end factory for the past two decades, dude. Like top tier NFL tight ends. Even though you may not know them while they're in college. They go in the NFL and it's like, dang, bro, where'd this? Oh, he went to Notre Dame. Oh, he went to like it started with Anthony Fasano back in the day, and it was like he was okay, and then you just kept going up Tyler Eifert and all those guys. You know, like we had some really, really big studs that have come through. Yeah, and, you make good offensive linemen too, but yeah, offensive linemen. I mean, we've had a couple of down years, but for the most part, even when our line isn't great, we have at least one like killer. That's just, you know, like, oh, we should probably draft this guy in the top 15 because he will be one of the best. So, you know, we do usually produce pretty well there. So how are you feeling about uh, coming off your Cowboys victory? The smash. This is about where I stood. Thought we would stand. I thought we'd be around 3-1. and I actually thought we'd be 4-0. Yeah, come on, don't. Either 4-0 or 3-1 after four weeks. You know, quarter of the season done. You know what I'm saying? Most of our division games are on the back end, so we just got to manage this middle part of the season because our last five games is like four of them are division games. So literally, we only have one more division game before them, so we got to manage this part of the season. Let's see how good Sam Donald really is. You know, I don't overlook anybody. What, they 3-0? 2-1? 2-1. Pretty pretty good team, so we got to get them taken care of, make sure. Yeah, and then we had the uh, the Niners and Packers, which that was a super weird, interesting game. Did you catch that? Or you were asleep? No, that Niners. Oh, I didn't tell you. So I won the football pool this week. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Oh, that's not good if you won on the Niners losing. Absolutely. <laughs> they put up a better better effort than I thought, but. We need a new co- – I don't think that Garoppolo or Trey Lance, the way that they're trying to use it, like, this is not going to work. They need to pick somebody and, and, like, they need to not put Trey Lance I, I, I in. I have a problem with Garoppolo, man. I don't, really don't. Some of that is I on have a problem with his decisions. Shanahan. 
Some of that is on. What decision did you have a problem with the, uh, yesterday? I mean, Monday, Sunday. I had a problem with his decision making. Like, there's there's sometimes where he wants the big read, and that's great. But it's the third read. If the first one's open, throw the first one. Like, throw the open ball. Get the, rid of the, ball. The, the first read is always the deep read. That's always the case. Even in he's, even he's any play, throwing, it's always deep to short. He's it's never short to deep. Throwing. You always look for the biggest play first. Now, if he's trying to hold it on too long to get the big play, it becomes an issue. But you always look big first, and then you Dude, come back to the check down. There were multiple times where he would go to the – like, whoever the play was designed for – and if it doesn't go to whoever the play's designed for, then you look deep and, and come in to the line, right? Yeah, in but general, the play is usually designed for the most deepest person. Like the deep right, route, but is, every not, play is designed for a touchdown. Did buddy. you watch the game, though? That's not how the Niners' yes. offense operates with the jet sweeps and all this weird shit. It's sometimes no. the underneath pattern is the go-to pattern. So gotcha. Garoppolo's looking at those guys. They're open, and then he's going, check the middle, check the right and then throw in like he can't doesn't have time to go back to the open guy who's probably not open anymore but he's like are we going to not blame the defensive coordinator who allowed two wide open passes when you had the lead with 37 oh, no 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 there's there's so many right. things that were awful there but it it almost seems like he's trying to look at everybody before he makes a decision on throwing the ball and that's what I don't like about his gameplay is he's he's almost trying to be like Who's the most open? Let me get it to him. Instead of going, that guy's open. Let me just slam it in. Let's move on. Like, let's just ka-chunk, ka-chunk down the field, bro. Come on, Jimmy. I don't get it. Like, if it's there, let's go for it. And by the way, is it just me or is it that, like, the Steelers are willing to suck completely just for Big Ben Roethlisberger? Why would you say suck completely there? I mean, they won. They beat Buffalo, Buffalo week one, but it's not for Ben. Like, it ain't his fault they suck. I don't know, but Ben's been in a decline for a few years here, and it's just kind of like, yeah, well, we're not going to change him out. But oh, you know what also is come on, bro. toe and toe with that decline? Decline of their offensive line. Bro. Like, the Steelers are built up front. They've been built That's like true. that since the Dawson days. But like, they're a- built up front. Okay, so my point being, if your offensive line is not going to protect an old veteran quarterback, you need to fix the line or swap out the quarterback. That's got to well, be You ain't got is. no option at quarterback, I'm so you don't they need to fix the line. They should have drafted people. They should have had some. They shouldn't have hung on to Ben for this long. Like, let him do the You Phillip don't draft Rivers anybody thing. good at the place that they're drafting at. You got to realize Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season since he's been in the NFL. So they're not drafting 15, like they're drafting 20s every year. Yeah. Like you're not getting a quarterback for the to replace Ben at 20. Like Ben's going to the Hall of Fame, bro. Like let's not Oh yeah, let's for not sure. Argue. Okay. So with that being the case, like you want someone decent. They drafted Dobb in this Dobb in the second round. They thought he'd be okay. Uh, not so much. Mason Rudolph was really good at Oklahoma. Yeah. Just not an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they got Dwayne Haskins now, who was really good at Ohio State. We'll see. I mean, they try, like no, they swing. Saw. That was not good. Like, yeah, I don't know. It the seems like they could put some more up. Like it wouldn't. What I'm saying is, they should have cut the cord with him a couple of years ago and brought in a free agent. That's what they should have done. But I think Ben Roethlisberger's just got some party stories with ownership, and they're just gonna be like, "Ride it out, home dog," because <laughs> he's not exactly the exemplary citizen for your uh, franchise. But Steeler fans are hard, so they can take him. it. <laughs> 
<laughs> They've been covering for him long enough. Exactly. To them, he's a citizen. He's a perfect citizen. Oh, man. So what do you think about Justin Tucker kicking a game-winning, record-breaking field goal, huh? I won 50 bucks on it, baby. Nice. <laughs> I don't Dude. doubt Justin Tucker, baby. So I was thinking about this, and which, by the way, he should have gotten like extra fantasy points. Like, if you break a record in, re- like, in a game, you should get like five win. bonus points. In fantasy football. I got my first win. Yes, you did get your first win. Yeah, I did get my first win. And you barely got your first win. I barely beat you. Hey, it shouldn't lady. have been that close. The, the touchdown ball. to Wilson was drawn up for CeeDee Lamb, and Dak missed him. That was CeeDee Lamb's touchdown. I don't understand why he came off CeeDee so quick. Like, one more second, and he's wide open. Oh, and by the way, it was very, very uh, nice of C.D. Lamb to stop on the one-yard line so Z could run it in. I appreciated that very much. <laughs> Yo, I was so pissed with that first play because I'm like, oh, we're going to start the game like this? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even see because I didn't catch the first half of the game, so I caught some highlights and watched a little bit of the second half. And so I didn't know when that happened, but that was like right in the beginning. Crazy. No? Yes? Crazy. When was it? When did that catch happen? Oh, right? Like the first pass. Like that was his first pass for the game. <laughs> first pass of the game. Oh, shit. All right. You yeah. watching anything besides NFL right now? No, I'm going to start uh, BMF. I'm going to start BMF. Um, but they only got one episode, so I'm going to start BMF. And then, um, dang, what's the name of this other show I was told about? Um, man, I can't think of it. On, uh, on Stars. So. Um, I'm going to try both of those, but yeah. Yeah, so I watched the first episode of BMF. It's pretty fucking good. Like, I'm I'm hooked, for sure. Uh, that was good. I watched another episode of Level Playing Field, which was good. It was about, like, student-athletes and, like, the code word student-athlete. And, Man, how and I haven't started that yet, um, but I'm going to. I just uh, want to get more episodes in. Cause I don't yeah, because like those are little, those are half-hour bangers, which are good, but it's also, you know, kind of documentary style where you're going to want to do some research after that kind of crap but what dude why aren't scholarships just guaranteed for like four years if you get a scholarship they should i don't know that's just how they write them up it's only year per year because you have to do a new one every year because that's not true but that I'm, isn't true what you could like one of my friends got a softball scholarship to uh east coast school and the contract was as long as you play on the team and are eligible for two years, your scholarship is for four years. So even if you don't play the next two years, you can still graduate from school. So they tell you your scholarship was for four years, but every you, new year you have to do a new. You have to resign your contract because inflation, fool. Like school doesn't cost the same amount every year, so they're on the hook for more year to year. So if they say, "Oh, you signed up for a four year scholarship at this rate, and the school price goes up," who's paying that difference, buddy? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's what that that's all that is. Nice. All right. All right. Well Okay. But why why is it different in different sports though? Like why can't why couldn't they just do that and just go, look, even with inflation or the price going up, like if you commit to doing this and you follow, you know, you're eligible for Oh, this, I mean this, it's this. also a way for them to be scum. Don't don't get it wrong. Like it's not all just for that reason. It's a way to be scum. It's a way to when the contract is up, tell them you're not renewing and they're gonna go about their business. Yeah. 
Or you tell them, oh, and they and then they come back with, oh, I'm on a scholarship. Well, well, schools went up 10 grand from last year to last year. So we're going to pay what we agreed to, and you're not going to be on the team. You're going to go to class, and somebody in your family find that 10 grand, and half the time they can't, so you go home anyway. See, see how it works? Yeah, Kentucky was, actually had an outside the lines about them about doing that to people. That was pretty much the baseline of this level point field episode was, you know, there's <laughs> like, you know, a third of the episode is dedicated to somebody specific that that happened to. Like, just. Oh. Yeah, Kyle did it to a couple dudes down in Kentucky and they, they made a story about it because like they were like, yo, bro, this supposed to be three years. Ooh, ooh. And he was like, yeah, we got this recruiting class coming in. Yours ain't getting renewed, buddy. So start looking for somewhere else to go. <laughs> but he so used to tell him, like, people are going to take you and be interested because you went to Kentucky. So you're not going to have a problem going to another school. Yeah, you, you can go to a George school. Mason, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got you. Right. I, so I did. So after I watched BMF, I was on Stars, and I was like, all right, man, let me look at this heels thing. So I looked at the wrestler show heels and I got, I watched two episodes. It's actually, I can't tell if it's going to be good or not. I'm going to give it one more episode because I can't tell if they're foreshadowing and it's a slow build kind of the way that the story is playing out and they're foreshadowing that. And that's how the storytelling is going. Or if it's just a slowly written show and after three episodes, I'm out. So it's got the potential to be awesome, but it also has a potential to suck completely if it doesn't speed up real quick. So I'll have an update for you soon enough or not. And then I, I binged on HBO max. I binged sweet life, Los Angeles. I might even go back and watch it again. It was so good, dude. I liked it so much. <laughs> did you check it out at all or no? Yeah, I've seen it. I watched the whole thing. Oh, you did? What'd you think? I don't, I don't like people like that. There's, right. there's people on there I don't like. It's a good show. I, there's people on it there. It was like, entertaining as hell, dude. Yeah, it's some slimy stuff going on, like some slimy weirdo stuff that I'm, I'm not a fan of. But yeah. it's a pretty entertaining show, definitely. It was like the last, honestly, the last two episodes, <laughs> I was like, this isn't good. I don't like this anymore. Like, it kind of like the last episode was like, oh, it's kind of weird. And then it just stopped. And then they have a reunion show, which I hate. Do you like reunion shows? No, and I saw the reunion so too, and it I gets know. extra messy on this. So. It was so yeah, it was like the last two episodes kind of like fell up, but like right where it peaked and arced in the middle, like episodes five and six, dude. I was like, all right, bro, this is fun. This is like this it like it was produced reality TV basically. I just don't like how stuff comes off that be making one person perceived as wrong or one person did something wrong when technically speaking. At the root cause of it, that person wasn't the wrong person, bro. I just don't. I don't know. That bothers me. It was one I, of those. I just get to who was really wrong. It, you know it, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Let's not perceive who was wrong based on what we want to say or do or want it to be based on this death and death. The person who was wrong is the person who was wrong. Period. So. Well, it was also very telling to me that, like, you know, halfway through the season, there was a certain episode where I don't know if they meant to put it in or if it just happened to slip in, but. You know, they're like, uh, you know, Gerald even like pulled me aside after and was like, hey, was that for the show or was that real? You know, so like they're playing it up and they're emphasizing things and they're hamming, you know, they're playing to the cameras, too. And so that's why I found that some of it was fun, like the craziness like, bro, in real life, there's no way these people would talk to each other like this or treat each other like like they just wouldn't hang out. 
Like that's not, <laughs> you know, like that's just not a and thing. That's my whole thing. Yeah, we just wouldn't be friends, bro. Like, so it was kind of like I I looked at it as kind of like almost like a big brother. Like, hey, we handpicked all of you people to to kind of do this together. But you guys are all kind of individuals, even though you know each other a little bit. Like it just kind of seemed very, you know, very theatrical. So that's what Absolutely. I got a kick out of was was that part. But it was just kind of funny for me. Anyway, so this week, moving on to the Spotify playlist, we're going to do 50 Cent and Bad Religion. On that note, Sound like a good one. bro, what's, uh, what was the first cassette tape you ever bought? Uh, Master P. Oh, nice. That's how old I am, people. Well, you didn't say which one. Master P. <laughs> yeah, <That's> exactly. <laughs> Master P wasn't even making music when they turned into CDs. That's how old he is. Uh, I think he, mine was, he was pretty for much real. done. Yeah, he was pretty much done with. But there was like single tape back then, isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, that's what I. That's what that was my first purchase was Soul for Real's Candy Rain. And then they had a decent B side song because they also you would have the single that they recorded like five different ways, and yeah. then you would have the one B side <laughs> that they would record like two different ways. Yeah. That was always fun. Yep. We're old. So then, what was your first CD? Mm. Your compact disc. That's a good question. What was my first CD? Probably some DMX, something like that back in that time. Like DMX would probably. Hell is hot. It might have been. It might have been No Limit. Actually, it might have been like Soak the Shaka. Oh. Yeah, like not super familiar, but I've heard. Or uh, maybe the Hot Boys, Guerrilla Warfare. One of their early CDs, yeah, something like that. Probably, I'm old man. You're not that old. We used to go up in the uh, Fye. God, they're out of business for so long. Oh, so see, old. for us, it was the warehouse. We had the warehouse too, and we had uh, Tower Records. I never was a Tower Records guy or Amoeba Music guy. I was like, I don't know enough about music. I just want to get the thing I want. Like, don't fucking make me feel weird about trying to find music so it was like the warehouse and it was easy to pick from there and then uh sam goody was always like nobody gave a fucking sam goody they're like they put the register all the way in the back at a a store that sells records and cds and cassettes with one person working at a time it's like you guys really don't care about making money do you? you're just gonna let people walk out you think those stupid detectors people don't just lift all you had to do was lift the merchandise over the detector and it wouldn't go off <laughs> Dumbass. Oh man. Well, on that note, don't steal anything this week, okay? <laughs> I will not. All right, buddy. Well, I love you. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Love you too, man. At Black Irish Pod, at Black Irish Two One Three, and at Brendalis Seven. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Give us a like, a share, something. Throw us out a comment. Tell Mike that he needs a new hat. Love you. Later. Love you too, man. <laughs>